We can't do all the work alone. We can't reach all the people alone. It takes an army of people providing solutions to really solve a problem. Welcome, everybody. This is For the Love of Money, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success by sharing the tools, tips, and stories of those who have already made it. My name is Chris Harder, and each week I will bring you incredible guests in order to prove that when good people make good money, they do great things. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another mini episode of For the Love of Money episodes that I like to call My Two Cents. And today I'm actually going to share another abundance hack with you, and that is this cheer your competition on. Yes, cheer your competition on. Now, I know this might sound crazy to some of you, right? But just hear me out. You see, we just finished up my wife's big annual event, The Bliss Project. Some of you that follow us, you know that this is the biggest event every single year that Lori puts on and she's been putting it on for, well, I guess this was the seventh one. Now, if you're not familiar, it's a life changing self-development event lasts all weekend, like a three-day weekend out here in California. And it's for women. And we have approximately 500 of them, or I should say exactly 500 of them that come every single year from eight different countries. How cool is that? And by far, this was the best one yet. So massive congratulations to my wife, Lori. Now, one of my favorite things at this event are all of the incredible women that come up and say hi to me and share their stories of how they've grown since last year's event or share their stories of how they've gotten there or the breakthroughs that they're having or even just to take pictures, whatever. But every once in a while, in all of these interactions, I'll get an interesting comment or two. And I guess, quite honestly, that's to be expected, I guess. But this time, one of those comments made me realize that I'll forever be on this journey of teaching that there is always enough to go around and to come from a place of abundance at all times. You see, one of the comments I got this weekend was this. Someone came up to me, a super nice woman, by the way. She was super cool. And in conversations, she said, aren't you mad that somebody else copied your event? And she went on to, to, to name somebody else who she thought you know, had copied this event with a similar setup and similar theme, similar messaging, similar marketing style, et cetera. Now, of course, this amazing woman meant well, but my answer to her was an immediate no. No, of course I'm not mad that somebody else has a similar event. There are a lot of similar events. Some came before us, many came after us. And quite honestly, I'm flattered. And furthermore, I'm glad, even grateful. Because as a matter of fact, we cheer the people on who have similar events, and you should too. You see, if you really care about the problems that your event or your product provide, uh, or I should say the solutions that they provide to the problems that you are trying to solve, then you'll appreciate every single person who pitches in to help solve that problem. For example, do you think the pastor or the priest down the road is pissed off that somebody else is also teaching from the Bible on Sundays? You know, not, not likely. So if you care about your message or your solution, and if you care about really helping other people's problems, then 
should you care that other people are also sharing a similar solution to those same problems? No, you shouldn't. Now, if you're in it just for the money, you might be mad. But that's coming from a place of greed instead of a place of service and abundance. And the ironic part is this, by the way, just so you know, when you come from a place of service and a place of abundance, then the money flows in more freely anyways. It happens every time. It's just a universal law. Now, there's multiple reasons that we cheer on the people doing similar events and similar courses or you know anything similar to what we do. For example, do you really think that our marketing efforts can reach everyone who needs to know about the Bliss Project? No way. It's impossible. So we're grateful for the other audiences that are reached by other people's events because we can't do all the work alone. We can't reach all the people alone. It takes an army of people providing solutions to really solve a problem. Besides, every year we cap the Bliss Project at 500 women on purpose. We don't want it to grow. So we do it because, you know, we just don't want it to lose its integrity and its intimate feel and the breakthroughs that are created. It's the perfect number for what we're trying to accomplish. And if there's thousands or even millions of people who need these breakthroughs and we cap our event at 500 people, well, do you see the gap that's left? Do you see the number of people who aren't being served? We need more of these events, especially because our event is already half sold out already just three days after ticket sales opened because of all the people watching it over the weekend and all those who attended that said, oh, I'm coming next year. So do you see what I'm getting at here? There's always more than enough to go around and you yourself can't reach all the people that need to be reached. I mean, if you have an event, you've got 7 billion people in this world to sell to. Or if you have a product, you have billions of people to sell to. And you probably only need a few hundred or a few thousand, quite honestly, to reach your financial goals. So there's always more than enough to go around. You know, the next reason or another reason I'm glad that there are more events like ours is that not everyone is going to resonate with Lori's style. Just like not everyone is going to resonate with your style. And that's okay. We need many variations of the same messages, of the same solutions being taught so that everyone can find a style that speaks to them. And that's what other similar events, or in your case, maybe other similar products do. They speak to people who may not resonate with yours. This way, no one gets left out. And yet another reason why we cheer on our competition, and I don't even like calling them that, by the way. I don't like calling them competition. Let's call them, I don't know, partners in change, is this. It's that studies show that when somebody consumes one product they like, they immediately search for more that are similar to consume. For example, when somebody reads John Maxwell's new book on leadership, do you think that they only read John's books from there on out? Of course not. That's asinine. What do they do? They start Googling or they go to the bookstore and they say, whoa, that felt really good. Who else wrote a book on leadership? I want more. And they go out searching for another book on leadership and they come across another author. Well, that's exactly what's going on with your products when other people have similar solutions, similar events, similar products to yours. The same thing happens for your products and same thing happens for our events. They experience one 
one that's similar. They like how they felt and they say, oh, where can I get more of that good feeling again? And they find our event. Just like our event that does that in reverse for other people's events. Because a consumer is just that. It is one who consumes as much as they can afford. And last but not least, without other people having similar events, or in your case, all improvement and and innovation would be lost. Think about that. Without other people having similar events or products, then all improvement and innovation would be lost. There's no, there'd be no reason to like try and get better year after year. I can tell you from experience that Lori and I have a never ending sense of how do we make this better in everything that we do? Because we know that there are other good choices out there. And do you know who wins in that situation when everybody is asking, how do we make this better? You do. You, the consumer, you win. You see, competition and choice are the drivers of improvement. And to improve, quite honestly, is fun. It's the journey from down here to up there that's enjoyable. It's not getting to the destination. So to improve is fun. To get better is to serve better. Here's a great example. After seven years at the Marriott in Newport Beach, this next year, we're upgrading the Bliss Project to the Ritz-Carlton right on the water in LA for no extra increase in the price of tickets. How cool is that? Without other people doing similar events, we likely wouldn't have made such an awesome improvement for other people to benefit from. Matter of fact, I know I wouldn't want to live in a world where cars didn't have to get better, where you know airplanes didn't have to get better, where books or movies didn't have to get better, where healthcare or housing didn't have to get better. We'd still be living like cavemen without competition driving improvement. And so I'm grateful for all of those who force us to up-level. So listen, I'm grateful to the woman who stopped and asked me if I was upset that there were other similar events popping up because it gave me this chance to remind you and everyone listening and even ourselves that if you really care about your audience, if you really care about the problems you're solving and the solutions that you're providing, then regardless of your product, you'll come from a place of abundance and service, cheering on those who are solving the problem right alongside of you. And when you do, that's when it all comes together. And that's when good people make good money and do great things. Oh, and if you want to get your ticket to Lori's 2020 Bliss Project, which is already over half sold out just three days into ticket sales, you can rush over to theblissproject.info. Again, go check it out. Tickets and all the information on this awesome life-changing event that spurred this episode. It's over at theblissproject.info. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.